This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. It's hour one of the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. Hope you're having a great day. Uh, we're off and running here on a Tolo Tuesday. A lot of big stuff coming up, including Brian Baldinger at 4 o'clock, general at your service. There's Brian Broaddus, former Cowboy Scout, NFL executive, Lucius, Woolchuk, Chiafalo, Carter Freeman's coordinating your video, and along with you, we are the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. The big story is uh, Zeke and willing to take a pay cut. I read about that this morning in the morning news. Source uh, close to, I, I believe, Michael Gilkin in the newspaper over there. I uh, told that to him. So that's going to be featured coming up at, at 5 o'clock. We'll do keep them or old yeller them. We'll take a look at all the free agents and uh, e- even some guys who are still under contract. Zeke is one of them. Tyron Smith is one of them. But some huge decisions uh, coming up for the Cowboys, not only on the players, but uh, a half dozen or so of the coaches as well. We'll we'll uh, we'll we'll see how how many of those guys we'd like to see them uh, bring back. But man, you know the Zeke thing is tough because he's an awesome cowboy, and outside of a rough start, um, you know, just stuff that happened in college where it made his first year here dramatic. He's been a consummate pro. He's been durable. He's played hurt. All the teammates love him. He's tougher than hell. You know, he'll block anybody. He'll try to run through anybody often succeeds, you know, and right now, uh, if the Cowboys move on from him, you know, I, you know, I, I would like it to be as smooth of a transition as possible. Like when Witten finally left, like five years after he was washed up, I'd spent four years on the air yelling at the Cowboys and Witten caught strays for a half decade from me. I don't want Zeke catching strays, Cowboys. Move on from the guy. Don't drag it out and let a great Cowboys career end when it should. Uh, that way it, it doesn't have to turn into any sort of a awkward, uh, dramatic uh, end of the story arc. And, you know, I, I don't want to uh, sound disrespectful, but I thought it was clear the other day. He ju- If you have to yeah. lean on him to beat good defenses, he's not quick enough to get through the whole period. Full stop. I agree. Are you comfortable letting his final moment be that moment? I'm not comfortable with it. That's what it's going to be forever. But I think that, you know, that's not what he'll be remembered for. Liar. Uh, he'll be remembered for the greatness that he he had as a Cowboy. I mean, the, the 2016 rookie Zeke was one of the best running backs in, in the history of football. He, he was. I mean, that single season was fantastic. But his yards per game have gone down every single year. This was a career low. His yards per carry have gone down every single year. This was a career low. His long uh, per for, for a game in terms of longest carry has gone down every single year. This was the lowest. What long. was his? Wait, wait, wait. 27. Wait, wait. Oh, I wanted to play a game, but 27, 27 yards. My gosh. Was the longest he had this year. So, I mean, everything is showing you that the production is declining, and you're absolutely right. 
in a playoff moment, it was, okay, and you haven't had the wear and tear on your body because they did make an effort to say, all right, Pollard, you're the guy. I mean, Zeke was essentially more of the number two back this year. So it's not like you had a ton of tread on your tires for this year. He was a relatively more fresh Ezekiel Elliott. And you didn't see the guy that was able to carry the load for you. So as much as I think Zeke's been an amazing cowboy, I don't see really the benefit to keep a guy around that's more of just a short yardage back at this point. Two things I'll remember from Zeke. Number one is the way his career started with all the legal troubles and things like that he was having or what were going on. I'm like, is this guy going to even make it to through his career with the Dallas Cowboys? I think the maturity from what we saw, what he started to what we have today is a completely different player. And I think that part of it you have to give him credit for because there was times there where I'm like, you know, all the going out, all the doing, all the getting in trouble, all that. Is he even going to be around? Is he ever going to be available? He's getting suspended, this, that, and the other happening. And you're, you're worried about that. But that, that after that, it never, it never had a, you never had a problem with him. And then I also want to remember him the way that's this last year that he was willing to let Tony Pollard split those reps with him. You know, it, it could have been very easy like, hey, you know, last year I was hurt. I was banged up. That was the problem. You know, I need more of the, you know, I need more of the ball. I need to, you know, he, he was willingness to allow Tony to develop, you know, now maybe Tony's going to develop for somebody else. Yeah. But those are the two things I'll always remember about Zeke. The you know, maturity, the way yeah. he got better, and then the willingness to allow Tony Pollard to develop it that the team needed at the time. I'll, I'll just remember, you know, how everybody talked about how awesome that he was internally. And, you know, you didn't get to see a lot of it for the first couple of years because he was going through some stuff and yeah. kind of hunkered down and was private. And you kept hearing these stories like, no, he's the life of the room. And it was like, what, that guy yeah. who, you know, look, likes, uh, look, looks like he doesn't have much of expression on his face ever. But it came uh, to be. And uh, he's a, you know, great cowboy. But this has to be the end. And I'll go as far as saying I, I, I appreciate the idea of being willing to take a pay cut but the the Cowboys really got to let the agent know we just don't have a roster spot for him you don't have the money you you can't you can't get a you can't get a low enough number yeah you know our third running back we need to be a young guy with significant upside that gives us a chance to be a playmaker you know we're going to be taking this guy in the third round or an undrafted free agent he's probably going to play special teams for us you know, and I, I just don't think it's that that kind of a role. So, yeah, I I won't put it past the Cowboys deciding to keep him though. I I, I you, you can't do you can't be sure about that. Oh, for sure, especially with the way if he's if he's willing to acquiesce uh, financially, then if he wants to be here, and I think he would find on the open market there there's not going to be much people interested in what he's got going on. So it would be best for him. Like this is how the running back position gets treated. You age overnight, and you there's a there's a mutual love and respect between the organization and him that he wouldn't have from any other team. I, I honestly don't know what other team would be interested in signing him to anything other than a veteran minimum kind of deal. And and that's just that's just my guess on it. Now maybe you can talk to some people around the league, brought us and find out something different. But it'd be like okay, Zeke taking basically the bare minimum to stay here because that's really the only option that you would have, honestly. So sure, and what's the benefit? I mean, I we can all see on the field not much, but Jerry would look at it like locker room, team, the friendship between him and Dak, and still the the name and the superstardom that he brings. I yeah, think, I think you have to be prepared for both Pollard and Zeke to be gone. I Agreed. Think that's fair. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't I don't think you can go in here and think ah, we could try and you know I, I think you have to be able to you know is there is there opportunities we've we've kind of it's now a new narrative that. There's, there's backs that you can go out and grab that fit 
you know, what you're trying to do. I know that, I know that Zach and I are doing a lot of work in the college uh, scouting department thing right now, and there's backs. There'll be backs in the third, fourth, fifth round as well that we haven't yet seen. And I like Pollard a lot, but if it's going to be big money, I, I would say, well, maybe it slowed down towards the end. Maybe when, once teams realize they're going to give it to Pollard and he can take it to the house at any moment, you got to make sure you wrap up on this guy and you have to respect his speed. And we have to maybe pursue angles a little bit different because he comes out of there hot. And as the year went on, like his yards per attempt was up at six. And the next thing you know, it's under five. And so, you know, I, I, I think you could find two guys in, uh, in the draft or even draft a guy and, and have a, an undrafted guy come in and, and give you some dang good production if your offensive line is right. Okay, uh, there is a, a, a coaching element to talk about as well as you, you start to take a look at what will this team be. Uh, Joe Philbin's the offensive line coach. Last year we talked a lot about how it wasn't a good idea to keep him considering how big of a step back the offensive line took last year. They stayed with him. What do you think of this year? Do you do you want Joe Philbin back now? Maybe did they have a bounce back year? I kind of feel like that we look at Joe Philbin there, a lot of what was going on with the offensive line, a lot of the shuffling. You got to give him credit. He 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 did develop Terrence Steele, whether I like to believe it or not. He did. Terrence Steele, you know, is a, a everything they talk about him as a player is absolutely true. Joe Philbin, you got to give him credit for that. You know, he got Tyler Smith ready. You know, they had to mix and match at left guard. At sometimes at center, you got to give him credit. He's the best friend of the head coach. He is the best friend mm-hmm. of the head coach. Now, if you're worried about the concern of what's happened the last two years when it's come to the Cowboys' running game, you know, some of the things that have problem is that a Joe Philbin issue, you know, or do you know if you're Mike McCarthy, the thing you have to figure out if they move on from Kellen Moore, usually the the coach wants his own the OC wants his own offensive line guy dang right so if it's all it's so connected if if that because you've got to be able to you know that O-line coach has got to know that when you call plays this is and they may have to make the adjustments you have to know that so to me this is where I feel like though that that one might be a little bit if in fact if you see Kellen Moore go Let's see what's going to happen to Joe Philbin. Those are connected. Those are connected pieces. Would you say, would you go as far as to say because I'm willing to do it right now that the position coach, like the most important position coach on the entire team, is the O line coach? I, I there's to me when you start to talk about the two coordinators, it's absolutely the next yeah. most important position. Yeah, yeah absolutely. after the coordinators, absolutely, it's the O line coach. Absolutely. So if I'm getting a new play caller, if I'm a play caller and I'm coming in, I want my own O line coach. Yeah. So that's why if Kellen Moore's gone, is Mike McCarthy just going to go dip into his bag of guys that he knows won't fiddle with what he's already got? See, well, you can't fire of, my friend. Could, yeah. Joe, could Joe Philbin be the OC? Absolutely, he, he's been a head coach. He's been well. He's been. He has been. I think he was named the offensive coordinator in Green Bay, if I'm not mistaken. But Mike McCarthy called the plays. Hmm. I think okay. you're right. Yeah. If I remember that correctly, uh, Skip Pete, running back coach, is out of contract. Doug Nussmeyer, quarterback coach. George go. Edwards, defensive assistant and linebackers coach. And then Leon Lett, kind of a, a pass rusher's assistant. Or is yeah, defensive line, defensive assist- line coach. Yeah, yeah. And All Edwards right. is a big one because that's one of the in-house names that you hear. You know, if you lose a Dan Quinn, that could be a, a candidate to maybe fill the DC shoes. Yep, you're right. Okay, uh, so that's, you know, the biggest uh, topic here. And 817 asking, can Zeke get to 235 and play a Kyle Juszczyk role? You know, you kind of chuckle about that, but I I think Zeke is tough enough that if that's what he wanted and I'm the coaches, I'm like, hey, I'm up for this front office. You know, do we do we want to play with a fullback more? Not a terrible idea. 
right? Because Zeke's not afraid to stick his nose no. in the action. He loves not it. Not at all. He wants to be defense so he can tackle people. Yeah. You know, he 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 loves protecting Dak because he gets to hit people. So, you know, he's smart. He's tough. If he wants it, then shoot. You know, maybe maybe that would be uh, a, a a way to extend the career like other greats have managed to extend their careers. Well, here's the thing: Kyle Uzcheck is a stud. He also has a play caller that knows how to use him. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and that's a huge thing. Like he's not just any fullback. Like put Kyle Uzcheck on another team, and it's not the same Kyle Uzcheck. Um, and you can say that about a lot of these Niners guys. Not all of them, but uh, but I, I think hey, if you have Kyle Shanahan, he's gonna. If you put Kyle, if you put Zeke in the with the Niners, I bet they find an interesting way to use him, much more interesting than what you got. I would agree with that. Yeah, uh, everybody shares blame in, in how this thing has has ended early once again. Okay, you know the other big question then. And maybe the Cowboys are going to have to face this. Would you move on from McCarthy to keep Dan Quinn as he's doing another interview today? It's with Arizona, right? So yeah. a third team has come in and, and become interested in Dan Quinn. Yeah, the, the 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 people around the league that I know now these are other than gang of seven guys because I was asking them about they were asking me about Dan and what you know they're like man this guy it's not like just you know all everything about him is great I'm like yeah absolutely it is they seem to believe that the best fit for him would be the Indianapolis Colts. Hmm. That 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 that's that you know the, the that the other jobs the Denver job and the Arizona job have roadblocks potentially that you have to deal with. The one with Chris Bauer though being the GM there in Indianapolis, they feel like that that would be the better fit for Dan hmm. to uh, to go to. So kind of keep an eye and see if if in fact the Indianapolis Colts are the ones that step up here and, and make a big run at this. Yeah, a, a lot to be decided probably in the next week or so with a lot of these. And by the time we're sitting in the middle of next week and, and heading towards the Super Bowl, I think we'll have a pretty good idea of what's going to be going on with the Cowboys' assistance. And, and uh, maybe maybe it'll be their call. You know, may, Maybe it will be their option. I know Sean Payton's in Denver. Um, talking with them, so if if they decide to go with Sean, and then you know the the opportunities can get taken real quick, and the majority of jobs are going to offensive coaches. So, man, fingers crossed. I, I just hope that you could. But the things that he fixed, the problem solving intellect of a Dan Quinn, married with the communication techniques and the respect that he gets, and the ability then to actually teach the sport to people, you're not going to be able to find as good. The only way you would stay as good is if there's a Jimmy Johnson like hangover effect where because he helped so many guys on your defense, they can continue to play well for a couple of years and maybe you can get another good defensive coordinator in there that doesn't mess things up by trying to change too much. But I just, you know, the closer we get to this, the the more I'm realizing how special Dan Quinn is and you'd be, you're trying to hit lightning in a bottle twice to replace him. You know, it usually you have to get lucky. Like, how many coaches have the Cowboys hired over the last 10 or 15 years? It has been a lot. And, like, Dan Quinn's the only one, you know, that where you're like, wow, this guy might actually be special. Mike McCarthy is an excellent builder of systems, though. You know, Mike McCarthy, lazy, probably. Uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, Mike McCarthy, bad game manager, absolutely. But he makes up for that. By building football systems, and he knows how to emphasize the right things to get results. So I don't think the Cowboys can make the wrong decision. To answer that question, I was thinking about that a lot last night throughout today. I was like, whatever you do there is good, you know? I, I The thing that I would look at is I would say when when Mike McCarthy hired friends, when it was, you know, when it was Mike Nolan and, you know, and, and those kinds of guys that he brought, 
I kind of feel like, though, going outside the box like he did for Dan Quinn was a good thing. Yeah. And, you know, now, now I'm looking at guys like Vic Fangio. You know, I'm looking at Brian Flores. I'm looking at some outside the box, not, you know, Dallas Cowboy guys right now. Agreed. Because, you know, to me, with like a guy like Vic Fangio, we saw what he did to Dak Prescott. Now, again, this this whole thing where people are married to, oh, it's a 3-4-4-3, three, four, four, three, it doesn't matter anymore. The way that these teams morph in and out of it's fronts. It's multiple. Yeah, it's everybody morphs in and out of these fronts. So it's not like, oh, well, he's a 3-4 guy. Yeah. I think if, if Mike McCarthy would do something smart – would be to continue to look outside your friend bubble. Amen. Look outside your friend bubble and then find ways to hire because it sure in the heck worked if you you know with Dan Quinn. It sure did. Great stuff. I and I totally agree. You know, that's and that's why I, I'm so like uh cynical, I guess, about the confidence in them finding it. Because they yeah. are gonna look in their friend circle. Yeah. You know, the Cowboys want something easy and Mike McCarthy wants to hook up a friend because he thinks people overthink coaching. You know, so you're going to get something that's convenient for them. And that's another obstacle. So you have to get lucky that what they want maybe isn't available and a and a great candidate gets fired right as you open up your search. That's what happened with Dan Quinn. Yeah. The perfect candidate happened to get fired. Otherwise, you weren't going to go out and find him. Well, a guy like Vic Fangio, he's been successful everywhere he's been yes, in D.C. that would be awesome. Yeah. Okay, it's time for a sports hodgepodge, Chief. Where are we going with that? We got a stat of the day and the hard truth about recruiting a prince. That's next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, welcome back. It is the G-Bag Nation here on The Fan. Segment is brought to you by Soda. Time now for a sports hodgepodge. And here's your host, Eric Chiafalo. Did you guys see the Bengals players are calling uh, the home of the Kansas City Chiefs Burrowhead Stadium? Oh. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's actually really dang good. And uh, at this point, I mean, what? He's he's 3-0 and in his last three versus these guys. And I know they weren't all at Arrowhead, but this yeah. next one's going to be and I think it, just last year's AFC title game was, but that was the biggest game. That's the biggest game. They're calling it Burrowhead. I like that idea. Okay, we'll get some NFC Championship stuff going in a moment, but did you guys see the uh, – I don't know if you guys follow this on Twitter, but uh, they are pretty fun, and they are simply WTF stats. And uh, they have a map of the United States showing, and they circle – 
all the states um, that have participated in 16 of the last 17 college football national cha- uh, actually being national champions in college football, and they just circle the states of the teams that have won the title, and it's literally just Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, South Carolina, and the top of Florida because of uh, Florida State. It's that that's it. There's just the whole map of the United States, and then there's a little circle surrounding all of your last basically seventeen the Gulf Coast national champions. Yeah, and it's just literally all right there. It's Georgia's, Bama's, yeah. LSU's, Florida State, Florida, and uh and Clemson. And that's it. The rest of the country is uh they don't know what it feels like to be a national it's champion. South for you, baby. That's where you're at right now. And Alabama is leaning all the way into the NIL stuff now. Uh, they have this uh, this whole new deal that they're doing their advancement program, and it's just like it's their NIL deal, and they're pumping a bunch of money into it, and it's going to be like to help kids commercialize themselves and their businesses. And so Nick Saban was like, "Hey, this is what we got to do now. This is yeah. it." And so that's uh, that's how they're. That was the message it. he was giving to his boosters last year when it sounded like he was throwing shade at Jimbo. Yeah, what he was really doing is saying, "Guys, we around this. the country, kids are getting paid." And we need to do it, too, uh, above board now. I know mm-hmm. we've been doing it up under the table for a long time. It's time to bring this above board. So now speaking of NIL and recruiting and things like that, you have LeBron James's son, Bronny. Yep. And Down to three teams, huh? So they say, but he also says that the recruitment is open still. So it's open, but they've narrowed it like down to three teams. Like open your checkbook? Like, <laughs> yeah, I would imagine. Open the vault? Yeah, that kid really needs a lot of money. LeBron was just quoted as saying, I think Bronny can go to any college he wants to. All I have to do is pick up the phone. If Bronny says he wants to go there, he's good enough. Uh, so people are a little bit upset with the, you know, the nepotism and, oh, wow, LeBron has to, he's just going to call the, he just picks up the school or picks up the phone and calls the school and that's it. Done deal. I'm like, yeah, that's pretty much how it goes. Makes sense. Uh, I don't know why we're frustrated about (laughs) this, but of course that's the case. I'm sorry, 15th player on whatever college. Uh, if we have to bump you for LeBron's kid, we're going to go ahead and do that, and I don't know why anybody would be surprised. I mean, he's good enough to be on a rotation, right? It's not like you're making room for a kid that can't play. And you get LeBron at your home games. This is the best marketing thing we could possibly do for the university. Yeah. Seems like a, a huge no-brainer, but one of the recruiters in the ACC, an ACC coach, says, I tried to get involved of like trying to recruit this dude to our school. He says, but you had to jump through a thousand hoops just to get to the mom. Yeah. You're not allowed to talk to the kid. You have to schedule a time on Tuesday or Thursday with the publicist just to talk to the mom. And again, to me, I'm kind of like, I mean, yeah, I, th- this is a different scenario, bro. Like, you don't have to venture into these waters, but this is the one in a billion scenario, and you're going to have to acquiesce to them. That's just... That is what that's that's where LeBron's at now with his status, with his his platform. He's earned that, and that's what it is. You think you're just gonna call up LeBron's wife on a whim and, <laughs> and recruit her son because you coach for some ACC basketball I, team? I'll give you out of your mind. I'll give this coach a lot of credit though. Never, I should say this, lost only one kid when the mom the we, when you get the mom involved, that's gonna that's gonna swing it seriously. Yeah. Only had one time where the kid went against the mom's wishes that we were recruiting and lost a kid. Lost a kid to Notre Dame that way. But, yeah, he's smart. Go after the mom. Dad, kid, they don't matter. It's mom. Mm. You get mom on board, 
you're going to get the kid. It's always Works mom. every time. No, it does. No, you're right. Mom runs the house. Absolutely. Those men around the house are like, I don't know, you know, I don't know about this one, Betsy. You know, I, no, he's going to school here, and this is why, you know. And that th- th- these recruiters know, go get mom. Recruit mom. That's the most important thing. Well, it doesn't seem like you can uh, get to mom, and then you can't get to get to him um, either. Uh, but And then an SEC coach says, yeah, like, that's like the Arch Manning thing. It's like, I don't want the recruitment and the celebrity to ruin the childhood, you know? Right. I think that's what you're doing. You're protecting your kid just like, he's not talking to anybody, you know? Mm-hmm. We'll sort this out, like, what's the best destination? But we're is, not going to spend hours on the phone when we should be enjoying 16 years old. Is he the best player in the country? No. 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 no, no. Not he's like 30th right? or no. 40th. Oh, okay. Yeah. So is it, okay, now you have to ask yourself, how much is it worth putting everything in to go recruit? I can see now why these coaches are going, Number thirty four ah, nationally. Yeah, right this now. this is not like you're going for the number one or two or three guy, right? Yeah, you're going for the thirtieth guy. Nah, right. I'm still pretty good. If I can't know? talk to mom, I'm and and I have to make appointments. I'm probably out too. Yeah, I mean, you have, that's the decision you would have to make. Is, is he it a worth one it? And do done? I want to do these? Things? Is this a one and done? Uh, probably. He's probably a one and done, so he can go play with dad. Yeah. yeah. And there's even a chance that he goes and does like some Australian thing and like doesn't even do college and just does a year of whatever type study of pro abroad. basketball. Yeah, yeah. Just study basketball abroad uh, and collect a check and then go to the league. Didn't one of the balls do that? One of the right? balls did, yeah. I believe. Yeah, Australian. He was, yeah. yeah, we were watching Australian. Was it the take. good? Was it the good? Yeah, ball? it was a good ball. It was, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. a good ball. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, and then finally we have the trash talking of Eli Apple. Again, they're calling it Burrowhead in Cincinnati, talking about Arrowhead Stadium in Kansas City. And Eli Apple is the corner for the Bengals who gets crushed by everybody all the time. It seems like nobody likes this guy. Even his mom comes across on Twitter sometimes like she doesn't even like her own son. Mm-hmm. But he, he's winning right now. And we all saw Stefan Diggs kind of berating Josh Allen on the sideline mm-hmm. during their during their game. And so. Stephon Diggs went on a Twitter thread, sort of random, just saying like, "Hey, do you want me to be okay with losing? You want, you, don't you want us to raise our standards?" This is acceptable. And Eli Apple just quote quote tweeted it and said, uh, "Cancun on three. Uh, and so that one was that one was pretty good. And then someone he also tweeted, "Someone get them in couples therapy." And he tagged Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs, and he says, "I'll pay on God." And he's got his uh, the the hand prayer emojis. So Eli Apple is just coming right now for for Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen. Well, I love this story, you know. Uh, and and Trayvon has talked about maybe in the future he could play with this brother. You need a receiver. Maybe you, you maybe this is the is the one to go for. All your free agents, let them walk and pursue Stephon Diggs to pair with CD Lamb. Yes, please. Sounds like there is some uh, there's some drama Big in Buffalo. Baby bro to tackle. Oh, that would be great. Well, I don't even need you to tackle. Do you imagine him go lighting up Trayvon on the sideline? <laughs> it is time now for the G bag of the day, curated by Lucius. Yeah, just let that ride for a second. How we hey, doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing fantastic. Hey, brothers, I bet those recruiters hate when there's a daddy in the house and he's in the kid's life. Oh, yeah. Because then you got to really negotiate. you got to really talk. <laughs> yeah, you playing see, games. Yeah, but see, Mom, I'll tell you what. The first thing you do is, like, you, you meet Dad. You're nice to everybody over there. Yeah. 
But now you're in there with the kitchen talking yeah, to mom. Mom just wants you to save her baby. Dad want to make sure you're doing the right thing exactly. by everybody. Exactly. And you're doing the right. Yeah. yeah I, mom, I totally you're, get it. You're asking mom questions yeah. about what she's putting in the in the gravy there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Not staying on point. See, Shaq's daddy say, uh, 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 "What yeah. are you talking about, no, though?" Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you know what I mean? Lavar yeah. Ball. Wait, wait, wait. What you gonna no, do with my no, son, though, no, boy? It's the mom. Go for the yeah. mom. Yeah. I know. You go to the mom. It's a weak target. I watched the Shaq documentary on Hulu last night. Dad was tough. They didn't play, and they didn't like him. They didn't. Like guy, right? They didn't yeah, like him, guy. especially yeah. during the recruiting. They didn't yeah. like him because oh, no. he, he wasn't here for the, for the mess. He wasn't here for the he mess. He wasn't here for the mess. Uh, Mike B is our winner. It was Mike. a nice BMW, though, that Shaq pulled up in at LSU. That BMW was <laughs> wore out. It was. It was. It was, it was wore out for sure. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Michael Bassick. Mike Bassick right here. His last play, he ran it about the Cowboys' last few plays right here. Just run the outside wide receiver, snap the ball. The dude is 15 yards away. Throw it to him. He takes two steps forward, two steps out of bounds, and you have your first and 10 with now 30 seconds to go. Instead, dumb wants to run a six or seven yard route. Dumb number two throws that ball. Dumb number three, who was dumb number one, then doesn't really fight to go out of bounds. He's like, yeah, just softly push me out of bounds. Maybe he's too stupid to no. know the rules. Jeez. So three dumb situations, two of them by the same dumb. <laughs> but Dak was a dumb for throwing that too, and probably dumb. <laughs> Kellen Moore called a dumb play. So the dude who's 15 yards off only has to close by seven yards. Dumbass. <laughs> wow. Wowie, wowie, wowie. It was a good day for venting, wasn't yeah, it? I mean, yeah, everybody was getting it off. Everybody Bad day off. for the dumbass. <laughs> I lost count. I didn't know which one we were talking about anymore. Yeah. There's a lot of them out there. Yeah. Who put all these dumbasses out here? <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, you guys are familiar with the Jerky Boys? Yes. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. Oh, doctor. Brian Arthur Nosebleed, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Prank calling. Yeah. Oh, the prank call. Yeah. Yes, yes. You. Good stuff, man. Go look it up on YouTube if you haven't heard anything. Oh, Great. Yeah. They're amazing. Yeah. So this guy right here is doing like a little jerky boy style prank calling a car dealership. Hmm. He's saying that the rats ate the wires <laughs> in his car and he wants $4,000 worth of uh, uh, fixtures to go on here. I bought a truck about three months ago. I bought it down there from Stephanie and I just uh, I popped the hood today. I was going to change the oil myself and the rats then chewed up all the wires and stuff. I didn't get no warranties or nothing, but that just ain't right. I got it looked at by my mechanic. He said it's about $4,000 worth of damage. Yes, sir. And I mean, we, can you think we can maybe split this bill? You know, I'm easy to work with, but y'all definitely got to help no. me out somehow. I mean, that's just ain't right. No, sir. Can't help can't me. You that. can't help me out at all. Oh, can't do that. Well, man, I just want to know who I need to come down there and get $4,000 worth of ass whooping to. <laughs> who do you think I, I should ask for? I guess that'd be me. Yes, yeah, sir. What was your name? <laughs> My name's Mark. Yes, sir. What hours do you work down there, Mark? <laughs> I'm here from nine to whatever time you want to come. All right. You think you'll be available around about two p.m. to catch this ass whooping? Sure thing. Are, are you a pretty big boy? I am a pretty big boy. About five right, eight, three ninety. I need to. I need to know who I need to be when you get here. Yes, sir. You just be looking for a guy. Built like a stump. I'm about 5'8", 320. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Hopefully I can handle it. <laughs> <laughs> I 
like that confidence. Built like a stump. Wild. I like that confidence. That's wild. That's awesome. Yeah, I like the guy's reaction yeah. to it. All right. He was ready. All right. Well, hey, I'll fight you for that 4000 because we're not going to pay you for that. I don't care. Rats or whatever, I don't care. Coyotes, we're not going to pay you. I had our guy check it out before you put it off this lot. Guys in the car business do not believe around. Not until right, come on down. <laughs> we'll be here. It's all their niceness they have to sell you the car after that. It's over. Yeah. It's done, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, man, that's funny, bro. Hey, how about this lady? She got kicked off a spirit flight. Uh-oh. It's hard to do. <laughs> yeah. Especially when they serve buzz balls on that joint. You know, oh, yeah. You get off a buzz you get, ball? You get hammered. Yeah. I never had one. I want one. Oh, yeah. yeah. It came out after retirement for the, me. The pina colada ones are crazy. Uh, yeah, she won the argument, but she lost the fight. Uh, listen to how she threatened the people on the flight. Oh, she said, I hope y'all crash and die. Oh, oh no, that's not true. Oh, hope you crash and die, she said. Oh, the pilots. Oh, the pilots go. Hope y'all crash and die. That's how you get Jeez. on no fly list and a felony. Oh, bro, yeah, these buzz brutal. balls look legit, though, huh? They will wear you out, bro. Cocktails in a can? Yeah, they're heavy. Yeah. They're pretty strong, dude. Wow. Speaking of being drunk, how about this one? It's a T-Mobile employee. Uh, he was drunk. It looked like he, he was, appeared to be drunk during work, and he wiped off some woman's phone. Like, oh. all of the information just totally wiped it out. She confronted him about it, and he sound drunk to me. Do you have a, a supervisor or some kind of a manager phone number for here? Uh, would be, you can, I know, okay. but he has to have a boss. Of course I do, but, but he won't. He'll, he'll contact you and tell me what I told you. What did you tell me? I'm sorry. Besides Whatever you lost is gone. Okay, can I ask why you erased my phone? I did not lose your phone. I have no idea. I didn't ask you to lose my phone. I asked you, why did you erase my phone? So whatever is gone is gone. I'm sorry. Okay, but why did you erase my phone? What was the reason for erasing my phone? Can I ask? I, I personally have not. Wow. I don't understand what you're saying to me. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. You're, you're sorry. Like, I mean, I... <laughs> All my pictures, all my grandkids, like everything that I can't get back yeah. is on my, like you just erased all of my whole, yeah. like my work stuff, you everything off of here. Yeah, I can do that. But I would like a contact though, that's above you. Uh, no, I'm just your manager. Yeah, you can, you can yeah. touch me. <laughs> wow! Oh! Oh! <laughs> It was honestly really <laughs> impressive the way he was just dodging. Yeah, no. The gymnastics were incredible there. Isn't a T-Mobile employee hammered, high on drugs? I don't know. Hit at the panic button. Or just a genius. Sorry. Yeah, or genius. <laughs> Won the argument but lost the flight on a Spirit Airlines deal. Jerky Boy style calling a dealership. Uh, Mike Bassett ran about the Cowboys. Wow, that's tough. It could go to either one if you ask me. I'm going to go with the Jerky Boy style call. T-Mobile, baby. Uh, T-Mobile. Lucius. Jerky Boys. 2-1, Wolchuck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going Jerky Boys. <laughs>
<laughs> What's gone is gone. Brian, who are you voting for? I'm going with the Jerky Boys. I well. score four to one. Your new champ is the Jerky Boys guy called a dealership. Look for a guy built like a stump. Five eight three twenty. No. All righty, uh, we got to go. When we come back, it's time for Brian Broaddus and Krusty's Corner. Where are we going with that, sir? Yeah, how about seven things to fix your Dallas Cowboys? We'll talk about that next. Welcome back. It is the G-Bag Nation. Time now for Krusty's Corner. Here's Brian Broaddus. Thank you very much, General. Appreciate that. Thank you. I uh, always like to mention we got the love of the star. thought we were going to tape it last night. and Bobby had to do something, so we're going to tape it today. You gonna battle him on Dak, or how you gonna play that? I, you I'm just gonna let it go. I think. Just, just let him have his say. Yeah, well, just let, see what he says. See what he says. We'll get Ooh. into it. I'm sure we'll take a bunch of questions and stuff like that. By the way, too, we've got. Uh, I also got the draft show kicking off tomorrow. For uh, awesome, right. Let's go. Yeah. How many players are you in? Uh, ninety. Sick. I got a hundred more to do. I think I'm gonna do. I I, I got a really good jump. On yeah. these players, I might as well just keep going until yeah, I get man. tired. Get all get all seven rounds of guys. I'm pumped man. about it. Did, yeah. did the last two games up. change your mind on how much they need corner? You know, uh, I went into it thinking that they were going to need corner anyway. I, I just when I started December first. That's no, yeah, but, but, yeah, but change I, it for the positive, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Mugwamu, Bland, yeah, Diggs. I know. Like, I'm. I still oh, think they need. Still, okay. I still think, but overwhelmingly, I, I to me to me now it. I saw a thing where they were picking at 27. They pick at 26? 26. They pick at 20. We'll see. The, the, it's because Miami doesn't have a first round. Miami doesn't have a first so round everybody's pick. bumped up. There you go. So technically, they do pick, pick at, at 26. 26. Okay, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, well, what the heck? Okay, so yeah, with them picking at 26, same spot basically they were last year. I'm kind of, I'm just going to kind of let the board come to me there, and I'm going to look at a couple of different positions. I think that, that I, I just feel like there's going to be – I feel like the, the corner – and the receiver position is going to stretch to you. With you. And you might you might get an – okay, if you're interested in offensive line. Yeah. that's That could stretch to you. I think you might be able to get a center. I think you might be able to – do you think the Ohio State kid? Uh, I see. I don't know if he's a massive upgrade over Biotish. Okay. Well, that that's – I think there's some – the positions that you're looking at for the Dallas Cowboys – you're probably going to get some stretch there, but I think you're in a sweet Beautiful. spot for, yeah, for your for, positions of yeah. need, 100. percent I think that if the board, the board, will, the board should work right to you, and you know, and just by, you know, they were they were more than comfortable with picking Tyler Smith last year, you know, and so I, I think that they're you know they're going to let the same thing happen. You see, going up anytime. Uh, I don't think you you're going to need to. You got a player yet you got in mind? Uh, I do have a couple of, uh, if you wanted to go for a, 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 if you fall in love with one of the corners, yeah. there might, like a Christian Gonzalez, like yeah. if you decide, hey, uh, one of these corners is much better than the other, I'd go up and get one of those guys. Otherwise, it's really just some of these edge rushers. Yeah, you know, they, they got a lot of really good edge rushers. There's a couple that I think are, are better than the others. You know, if one of those guys starts to fall, I might say, okay, maybe we get on the phone. But otherwise, I don't think you're going to need to go up in this draft. I think you're right. I think you can stay where yeah. you are and just let the board, let the board yeah. fall to you, man. I love draft talk. We'll do it more, a lot more. Oh, we're going to have plenty of time. Coming up. Okay, I told you guys seven things to fix your Cowboys, and I took a couple minutes. So I probably shouldn't have done that. But well, it was my bad. Here, no, it's my fault, too. I, I just love talking about the draft. and excited when we get to talk about it. It's All awesome. right, number, uh, number one thing, and this comes from the USA Today. Back-to-back text just saying Bijan. 
different numbers. Man, I'm just telling you. Sorry, you, back you, in a draft. You just, you, 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 you know, I was trying <laughs> to get that's, out. That's the day that, okay, that's, 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 that's my bad. Especially with B. John, who okay. like, is uh, like salivating I over. Couldn't, I couldn't get Wolchek to say his name. Oh, you wanted I, I, was, okay. I was hoping you would say his well, name, no, and I was just going to go. Well, there's a chance that B. John's there. <laughs> Broadus wants to take a running back number one overall. He wants to go what, what Dick did for Ricky you, Williams is what Broadus wants to do right now for B. John. Robinson. <laughs> Sell the farm. No, I, I, okay, I can't do that. I mean, I, he's, he's one Barry of my, Sanders, he's right? One, he's Barry Sanders. You don't need to move up for Bijan necessarily. But if he's Gavin there, asked me, do you think no, you just get him to get at twenty seven? Just to get your guy. I just don't want Philadelphia to get the guy. That's oh, what I don't I'm either. Th- I don't need Philadelphia getting this guy. That's what I'm trying to worry but about. But if right teams now. pass and he's sitting there at twenty six, that is a damn hard player to to pass on. Especially when you're, you might be looking God, at a I don't completely. Think there's anything he can't do. There's not. I mean, he he's a top five player, player in this draft. He he runs great, catches the ball great. Like 300 pounds below the waist. Could be 300 pounds below the waist the way he runs. Well, sure. and he creates for himself. Yeah. Like he's a dude that put I'm, up numbers yeah. when Texas offensive just line stop, was Wolchuk, just you, stop. You, you kind stop. of feel like you could just play stop. if, if Bijan's on the field. You feel stop. like you could kind of play with nine or ten guys and be get away with it. <laughs> I think. I think you. I think <laughs> on you, both sides. I'll tell you what you could do. I'll tell you what you could do. You could let Zeke be the center. All time <laughs> Zeke could be the center. Snap it to Prescott and hand it to Bijan Robinson. Only need those three players. That's it. You can take on. The, hey, Zeke will probably need to put on another final play of the so game. That. Final play of the game. All you needed was Zeke getting run over, <laughs> Prescott handing him Bijan the ball, and you're, the game would have been tied. This is beautiful. It'd been tied. Gavin, stop! Don't do it anymore. That's my bad. All right, he's a freak. This Anthony Richardson guy. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Broadus. Tell you what, that, I that know guy, you like he, him too. If you want a road grader, I'd sit there and take Cody Mock from North Dakota State. Would you play him at center? I'd play him at guard. I'd play him at center. I wouldn't mind that. He'd be an upgrade over Biotis. Look at us go, mocking go. this early. Oh, gosh. <laughs> you right. guys, stop. Right. Seriously, stop. don't stop. say draft anymore. Stop. stop. Okay, here we go. Cowboys need to clear some cap space. By okay. drafting good players <laughs> drafting and good players. keeping them on cheap contracts. <laughs> this is, this is from Let's the trade year. up for Tyree <laughs> this Wilson. Is the, this is the USA Today. Seven things to fix the Cowboys. Uh, clear some cap space. Uh, it's a, They say it's, a, it's high time to take a hard look at the contracts of Mainstays like uh, Ezekiel Elliott and Tyron Smith, releasing Smith, who endured another injury-shortened campaign. The final season of his deal would free up nearly $10 million. And that seems fe- feasible given the emergence of rookie uh, Tyler Smith in 2022. Uh, Elliott's guarantees are up, but he's owed $52.9 million in base over the next four seasons. Releasing him would save roughly $5 million in 2023, but it's also probably best for the long run. So... You good with that one? Is that some way to kind of get your house in order a yeah, little bit? Yeah, you got to do it. Got to do it. It's, it, it, was, it, was, uh, it was time two years ago with Tyron. How about this one? They say re-sign Tony Pollard. Pro, Bowl, Pro Bowler for the first time. Or you can draft one of these guys that we were just I talking mean, why, about. When, when B. John Robinson exists, <laughs> yeah, why would you, you just, go you get You draft Tony one of these guys. But they, they were talking about this. Uh, you know, while the leg injury he suffered Sunday is obvious concern, assuming there's nothing – uh, unusually alarming about his pr- uh, prognosis. It's hard to imagine the Cowboys won't at least franchise him. Yeah. You guys are okay with franchise, no, that's, that's, franchise those, those first two things don't mesh. No. They only made one uh, mistakes for one player uh, at running back over the last 15 years, and his name is Zeke because he sold a lot of jerseys. They're not doing it for anybody else. It doesn't matter how good Tony Pollard is at running or catching or returning. It's that he is unmarketable. 
he he is he is not a celebrity player. The, the but next, he is off a pretty big injury, and yeah, that bodes yeah. well for his opportunity to get a nice contract from these guys. I think th- I think this next one. <laughs> Sign me up. Facts. <laughs> history states. That's the truth, hey, man. Don't be like doing good radio now, okay? I'm sorry about that. Hey, where was this last week? Jeez. It's going to be an <laughs> offensive game, high scoring. <laughs> hey, that's what this idiot thought. <laughs> <laughs> and he picked, and he picked the wrong team. Got to do something for a bet pay. I got to figure that out this weekend, by the way. Okay. They this say weekend? We, this week. Yeah, this week. You know, week. He's going to do it. No one's watching. This week. Stuff they say like somehow, I don't think this is possible. They say retain Dan Quinn. I don't see how this happens. Wait, I, so you're booking it now? Quinn's gone? I think he is. Gosh dang, you brought us. I just think Our only that, hope is that he doesn't get an offer. Are you telling him to leave? No, hell no. Why are you I'm running him out of town? I, the, the OC can, I'll, I'll help the OC along if you'd like to, you know, if you need me to call Carolina and tell, you know, some good things about I him. I think I'm, you should. I, I can't fathom. I, as, have we ever seen a guy maybe being fired by at his current job while also taking a promotional job at, with a different uh, organization? It seems Kellen like Moore is it's in a brilliant. weird place, it's dude. A, it's brilliant. He's what probably going to get fired from his OC job, and one team at least <laughs> wants to check him out for their head coaching position. Yeah. It's weird. Aren't they doing the same thing with Ken Dorsey? Like, the Bills are thinking, eh, I don't know. Yeah, and they're maybe. interviewing Dorsey, yeah. I think, too. Wait, you've been around Josh Allen before? Yeah. yeah. All right. Make uh, prudent free agent choices. They got they, they got Pollard as a priority, but how about Donovan Wilson? How about Dalton Schultz? No. How about Leighton Vander Esch? Yes. How about Connor McGovern? All these are all these are questions, man. I, I mean, prefer, these are I prefer, all her. I prefer Cody Mock. I like I'm told you play him at Get center. that mock out of my face right now. How dude. about this, though? I think I think Donovan Wilson's pretty important to this crew. Dang right he is. Still. He's a dog. The D in Donovan stands for damn right I'm here, and I'm ready to take your face off. Kind of like Dalton Schultz, I'm okay. Vander Esch, you're, you guys are on board with that one? I'm on board with Vander Esch. I, don't th- I think you're going to be able to get a relatively solid price on Vander Esch because of the injuries. One more here. or Actually, a couple more. I'll say them real quick. Move on from uh, Odell Beckham. Yeah. Move on from that. Don't worry That's about easy. It. How about this one? Let's be honest. Talk to Sean Payton. Uh, nah, I'm good. I got. Uh, we're, we're gonna. We're gonna be fine. I'd rather have Quinn. That's your next coach. We're we're gonna ride this thing out with McCarthy for a while longer. Gotcha. Last one here is fix Dak Prescott. Uh, yeah. By adding a bunch of good talent around him and spending a bunch of money and and treating your quarterback like most teams have to treat their quarterback, which is getting him a boatload of talent if you want to arrive at a title game. Maybe a new OC, too. I think that might help him as well. New ears. You know, uh, new I, voice. I'm calling me. John Kitna. I, I don't know how somebody in that building didn't convince Mike McCarthy when he took the job that John Kitna is a must-keep. So he's coming on back to unless Dak doesn't want it, but yeah. you know that that was get that back foot planted and let it rip. There you go. You know, and and we saw Dak come out balling. Uh, I guess that was 2019. Uh, he was on fire early on. Sure was. Okay, thank, thank you, you Brian. Crusty's corner yeah. every afternoon about 2:40 here in the G Bag Nation. Now we're heading for hour number two, and and Woolchuck has three ways to fix oh. the Cowboys. Which one of these do you like the best? Brian Baldinger coming up in Don't one hour, on you. and keep Merold Yellerum at five <laughs> o'clock right here. It's the G Bag Nation and the fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.